Hello, and welcome to the Power of Authority podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Prince. Each week, you'll hear tips, stories, and inspiration from people who are leveraging the power of authority in their business, leadership, and life. It's time to get your story out of your head and onto paper so that you can grow your business, make a difference, and build your authority. After all, you can't spell authority without author. So let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Power of Authority podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Prince, and I am so excited to get you to meet our guest today. He's a a real good friend, but let me tell you about my friend, Jeff Crilly. Jeff retired from TV news after 25 years in the business to start the country's first all-journalist PR firm. During his career, he made hundreds of national news appearances, including CNN, CNN Headline News, Fox News, the Discovery Channel, Good Morning America, and the CBS Early Show. Never heard of any of those, I don't think. Um, he has been recognized by his peers with dozens of national and regional awards, including the Emmy, the National Head- Headliners Award, the Edward R. Morrow, Murrow, sorry, Award, the Thurgood Marshall Award, and in 2004 was named by the Texas Associated Press the best TV reporter in the state. That's pretty impressive. So, Jeff, welcome. I'm thrilled, and th- thanks for having me as a guest on your show. Well, I could not not have you as a guest on my show, <laughs> and we'll get to why in just a minute. But so, all of this background in TV broadcasting—how on earth did you get into that? Well, I I loved watching TV as a as a boy, right? So when I when I was a kid, Walter Cronkite was on yes. TV. This is even before you know Dan Rather and Peter Jennings and Tom Brokaw were the the, head- uh, the headliners. Um, and I just, uh, my father was a minister in downtown Detroit, and uh, the local news stations would come through usually around Christmas time or Easter talking about religion, or uh, when they did stories about homeless people in Detroit, my father was kind of the voice and face of the homeless issue in Detroit. And so I just remembered thinking how cool it was that these reporters were coming into my dad's church and interviewing my dad, and I wanted to be, the, be that guy. So that passion or that love or desire for for media really, really started early. In childhood. That's amazing. Well, so we are here uh, in your studio, actually. I'm very, very proud to say that um, Real News PR is is the, the, the company that I use to to broadcast my show. And it is, uh, it is just an amazing facility. Obviously, I love this studio, but there's so many more. So how did you go from being on the news to helping people with PR so, and podcasting thank and everything. You. Thank, <laughs> great question. So I, I, I never intended to leave TV news. I, I wrote a book called Free Publicity, A TV Reporter Shares the Secrets for Getting Covered on the News. And I wrote that in the early 2000s. And that's how we met because I'm running around giving speeches and we, yes. we would kind of bump into each other. And um, uh, by the way, Michelle is the one that I swear by when it comes to book publishing. So you, if, if you, you if you do have a book in you, you need to talk to Michelle. Thank you. So uh, anyway, uh, as I'm running around giving this speech about my book, I just I started selling books, and I sold a total of seventy thousand copies of the book through public speaking. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, thank you. So thank uh, you. for those of you who don't have a book, selling seventy thousand copies from the trunk of your car is yep. is. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. It was, uh, and then along the way, the business was born because as I'm signing uh, people's books, they're complaining about their PR firm or they're saying, could I just hire you, Jeff Crilly? I'm, I'm sure I could buy your book, but 
can I just hire you? And right. and you hear this uh, enough times, and then finally you say, you know what? I don't know if I want to do this TV news thing for the rest of my life, and I might have a second act. And if I did, uh, what would it be? Why not just help the people who get the idea of publicity, but they just don't want to have the drudgery of picking up the phone and calling reporters and the follow-ups and writing press releases. And well, and nobody really knows how to do that. I mean, you were in journalism, so you, you kind of know the ins and outs, so it makes sense for some everyone to come to you. Like, well, why would we want to learn that process if you could do it for us? Um, which is why I think you and I have always been kind of kindred spirits on, on in many, many ways. One way is we both love to help people to just tell their story. You know, you do yours through through media, through film, through podcasting, and so much more. I do mine through books, and but but it ultimately boils down to just getting, uh, letting people leverage the power of authority. You know, which is what this this show is all about. But what would you say? Why is it so important for people, especially business owners, uh, entrepreneurs? Why is it important for them to to share their story in media? Or even in a book, or well, any of that. I think we just we live in a society where there's just too much information going on, and so to understand a brand, they either have to spend a ridiculous amount of money on advertising, like right. like Starbucks and and some of the big national brands, or you can do your own publicity and start telling your story. And I encourage people with a with a with no budget, do it yourself. Uh, you can. Uh, you can you can call up the TV stations, tell them why you're a news story, not not a commercial, but right. why you might be newsworthy, and uh, you'll be pleasantly surprised that the journalists are very friendly, and they you know often will thank you for giving them a great story. Yes. Uh, but the the reason why you want to tell your story is I think it it causes people to fall in love with. Uh, a brand. And I'll use an example of, have you ever been at a barbecue restaurant and you grab the bottle and you pour it on and it, it tastes good and then you flip the bottle around and then you find out that it was a recipe that goes back a century and it was passed down. Well, now the bar barbecue sauce didn't change in terms of its taste, but you just became much more passionate about Connection. it because you now know the story of this barbecue sauce. So, and that's what I call it, the backstory. Yeah. I mean, and and I and everybody wants to know the backstory, especially successful people. I mean, everybody, you know, think of somebody that you know that's successful. Of course, you want to know why they're successful. They have a great business, but it's like, well, wait, how did you get there? Yes. Everyone wants the backstory, and I feel like with media, you know, with TV, with podcasting, you know, people get to and speaking, right? Yes. They get to experience you. And you're you're no longer just this person out there. You're 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 relatable, yes. and you know. And you and I, I think, are both similar in that. You know, we tell people, look, if it, it's if we can do this, you can do this. And it's just we connect yes. with people in a way to encourage them to say, look, you know, just put yourself out there and think of all the people that you can help. I want to dive in more specifically, though, on publicity. So this is real news PR. And for somebody who has started a business, right, and they don't have the budget of Starbucks, <laughs> most of us don't, what would that look like for somebody who is either starting a, just any kind of business or an author or a speaker? What could publicity do for them? It does give them credibility. Okay. And I'm, I'm glad you invited me on your show because that, that's what it's all about. Yeah. It's, so there is a... There's a kind of a circular logic. Why are you on the news because you're an expert? Why are you um, an expert because you're on the news? So uh, I tell clients and potential clients that if 
somebody comes to your website and they don't know you, mm -hmm. and then they see this media page and all of a sudden they're seeing logos, Channel 8, Channel 4, Dallas Morning News, Dallas Business Journal, suddenly you must be for real, you must be legit, because implied is the media searches high and low for their authority figure, and um, they interview somebody who's honest and trustworthy and is an expert in their field. And I think too many people just kind of sit back and wait for lightning to strike. They, they want to be discovered. They would love it if the Dallas Morning News called them and interviewed them. And I always tell people the phone works both ways. There's no reason why you couldn't start reading the Dallas Morning News differently, start looking for reporters that might understand your story, and uh, have the courage to pick up the phone and call that journalist. I, I, I know I learned this from you, and it was one of the things when I first started with my book and, and understanding how PR really works, how publicity works, because most people, most think, well, why would they want me on the news? <laughs> you know, like, why would somebody want me in the Dallas Morning News or something like that? And and think of it all one-sided. But I learned from you that really these reporters, they need you. They need experts. They need local experts. Yes. In some cases, they need them on a daily basis. So if you are reaching out to them or going through your company to to reach out to them you make their job easier yes thank you <laughs> and thank you. yeah which i love and and it's so fun so you i i love and i'm so grateful that you come and share your wisdom at my bookbound workshop uh, which is a three-day event for people that yes. want to tell their story people that want to write a book um, but it's not about just a book i always say that that's maybe the starting place but you really have to think beyond the book right it's yes. It could be a blog. It could be a podcast. It could be so much more. But you share so many great success stories of people that have used PR to yes. open their business. Do you mind sharing one or one of those? Absolutely. One or two? Uh, so uh, I, I, I tell people that it's all about the idea. So you can come up with a great idea, and that great idea can completely launch your business. And so um, I remember uh, one of our, our clients uh, started a happiness company. Um, and the happiness company actually started with a letter to Dear Abby. Uh, Dear Abby was complaining or agreeing with uh, a reader who complained about the holiday, mm -hmm. uh, self-serving holiday messages yes. uh, where you send and you brag about how your kid got a four point. And, yes. you know, yes. <laughs> and somebody was complaining about that. And, and her name is uh, Pamela Gail Johnson. Uh, she wrote uh, Abby and said, I'm sorry, why are you being such a Scrooge? If people want to share a little bit about their family, that should be uh, enough. And uh, dear Abby printed it and apologized and apologized for being a Scrooge. And that, th and that thing, she understood the power of dear Abby. Yeah. All that was was an email or, yeah, it was an email to dear Abby and, um, and everything went viral. So that wasn't about press releases. That wasn't about anything no. but a great idea. Here's dear Abby saying something that I disagree with, and I'm going to jump into that uh, feeding frenzy, if you will. And she, uh, that launched her whole business, and that's been 20-plus years. Wow. Would you say for somebody who doesn't really know anything about media, um, journalism, the, the whole that whole world, is it a good idea to try to do it on their own, or would they be better served to bring in a company, you know, like yourself, to do that for them? And what, why would that investment be uh, a worthy investment to do it that way? I think if you're if you're strictly on a budget, uh, do it yourself. But if it comes to the point where you're making uh, 
poor decisions on your use of time, uh, then that's when you might want to hire it, hire it out. So, so uh, I, I say that I could, I could learn how to change the oil in my car. But I'm never going to learn to change the oil in my car. I'm going to pay that guy to do it. And so we all make those kinds of decisions. Uh, we can stay at home with some spray starch and iron our own and starch our own yes, clothes. We or we can send it to the dry cleaner. You know, and that's where I feel like you and I have uh, – we have so much in common as it relates to our businesses. Because I don't think – I know for myself at least, I did not sit down and map out that I was going to start a publishing company. It really wasn't in my dreams. I just wanted to help people to see the greatness within them, to, you know, share their gifts, their talents, share their story. and But in the process – it was exactly that because I would sit down with someone and say, okay, this is step by step what you have to do to publish a book or to write a book, to publish a book, to market a book. And that's kind of what Bookbound is all about. Right. But yet, even though they had all of the detail, they knew exactly what to do. I, I had so many people say, yeah, but I don't want to do that. I want you to do that. Yes. And it was, it was an interesting transition where I thought, wow, okay, well, not only is it an opportunity, but it's like, this is actually, this could benefit people. This, If this is going to help you to get that story out sooner, absolutely. And you did the same with, with the whole PR thing, right? Because you wrote the book <laughs> to tell people, here's how you do it. Yes. But there is value in having a professional do it for you because it's just going to make it um, be more successful, but quicker, you know, just. And allows you to concentrate on the stuff that you should be concentrating right. on, which uh, may be uh, public speaking yes. or sales or something that would add to the bottom line of the company. Exactly. Well, I want to shift a little because I want to talk podcasts. Cool. Uh, obviously, this is the Power of Authority podcast, and we are uh, utilizing uh, Real News PR studios to do that. But podcast has podcasting has really just exploded the last five, ten years. Sure but what made you, first of all, want to get into the podcasting business? And what opportunities do you see for entrepreneurs to consider having their own podcast? Well, I, uh, I give my daughter the credit for uh, coming up with the podcast idea. She, she came to me maybe three years ago and said, Dad, we need to start podcasting. And I said, Sarah, who listens to podcasts? And she says, my generation does. I was just going to say her generation and below, for sure. She said, you, you see all those young people jogging on the Katy Trail listening to something? It's not music. And so she convinced me to uh, give her uh, my credit card, and uh, she was gentle on my pocketbook, and she <laughs> built a little teeny studio uh, upstairs. We were upstairs in the same building for several years. And then as I was giving the tour, I would say people to people, we can get you on Fox and Friends, we can get you on the local news, and they'd say, ooh, you have a radio studio? I'd say, yeah, yeah, we have a radio studio. Yeah. I can get you on Fox News. And they're like, no, no, but let me see this. And so it became kind of the glittery, shiny thing that people were attracted to. And that's when the light bulb went off. And I said, okay, Jeff Crilly, podcasting is cool. And people find it uh, great to have their own platform. Uh, why don't you just invest in it and give television broadcasting to podcasters? So there's nothing like this in the nation, as far as I can tell, where somebody can come in off the street, get matched with an amazing producer, and uh, you have a show open, and it's just... All you have to worry about is being the talent. Yes, which, show up and interview <laughs> amazing guests. <laughs> right? With, and, and what it does, I think it, 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 it helps uh, not only uh, lift your own brand, yes, uh, Power of Authority brand, but... Uh, Everybody you're interviewing is ending up advertising for you because they're sharing it on their Facebook and Twitter Absolutely. and YouTube. 
you know, I have a theory, and I don't know that I'm right per se, but, you know, thinking about books, 15 years ago, 10 years ago even, you know, if you wrote a book, you it was a big deal. And, and it's still a big deal to write a book. I'm not saying it's not. But now more and more people understand that, that it is possible and that they have a story. I mean, that's part of my job. I want you all to know that. But it is also becoming kind of a, you better have a book if you want to get opportunities. So for example, we work with a lot of people that want to be speakers. Well, if you want to get on the big stages, if you don't have a book, they're going to look at you like, right. you, why don't you have a book? I have a feeling podcasting is going to be the same thing in the next five years that if, you know, because I had a conversation just yesterday with a client and I said, you need a podcast. And she said, well, but there's so many, everybody's doing a podcast these days. And I was like, exactly. Because eventually you will become irrelevant if you don't have one. It'll become just like the book. She's an author. Check. Okay. She's got her own show. Check. <laughs> Social media. Check. You know, I think it's going to replace the blog. So when you when you think For about sure. it, um, you know, blogging was became popular 20 plus years ago, and I remember a lot of CEOs saying, "Okay, well, I guess I have to have a blog," and then they would start it, but it was a chore because they don't they don't get up out of bed every morning wanting to write something, yeah. and so then you would look at their blog and it was inconsistent. They would post something in, in October and then they post something else in March, and right. you can't grow a following that way. But podcasting. Uh, if you make the commitment to come in once a week, once every other week, and have a consistent show, and your guest is advertising for you, I think you'll find that not only is it is it cool to go into a cocktail party and say you need to come on my show yes, sometime, exactly, because <laughs> not everybody has their own show. Uh, but I, I think uh, the idea that it doesn't seem like work—it's not a chore. You know, when you woke up this morning and you knew that we were going to do an interview, that's fun. It's fun. Yeah, right? I love it. No, I love it, literally. And not maybe not everybody is thinking that they are host material, but, but truly you are. If you have a passion and experience and you're inquisitive, I mean, anybody can, can, can do a show. What I love about these shows, though, it's a little different. It's not just a podcast. So many of you are listening uh, through the podcasting, but many of you are watching this as a video because we're doing it as well. Why did you decide to do go that approach? Video and audio? Well, it, when you think about it, uh, radio is kind of theater of the mind, mm -hmm. and I admire everybody who does theater of the mind, right. but sometimes, you know, how do you, uh, you know, a pause where somebody gets emotional, uh, you want to see that right. face, and I just think there's so much that happens in their expression and, and the way they describe something and yeah. the, how their eyes light up when they talk about something, and, and that's what these studios are about, is to bring that piece to life. And of course, if you're, you know, running on the treadmill or something like that and you just want to listen to something, you, you always have that option. Sure. We're, we're sending everything out to um, Facebook, um, Twitter, YouTube Live. Uh, we can also post it on LinkedIn, and then we take the the video off and send it to iHeart and iTunes and all the other places where you can hear you can hear audio uh, podcasting. So you it's, get the best of both worlds. I know, and I love it. And I know uh, I highly recommend. And I'll, at the end of this, we'll give them uh, how they can get a hold of you. But I definitely recommend just 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 to see podcasting as it's just one more avenue to help more people. And that's really what your message is all about. And if you're in business, it's because you're in business to serve. So if you want to serve more people, you have to get your message out in a bigger way. Uh, thinking back, you know, I, again, the show is called The Power of Authority. It is a play on words, authority. You know, you can't spell authority without author. But 
and, and for you, I love your story because it started with this book yes. and then you started speaking. What do you, th- how would your, your business be different if you didn't have that business card to open up those doors initially? Would it be different? I don't think it would have gotten off the ground uh, because I was too scared to leave Channel 4. I mean, it was a very uh, predictable um, existence. You know, I got my check every every Friday. There was... We <laughs> were Channel 4. I mean, that's kind of a big deal, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I could not have taken the step into entrepreneurship had it not been for the book. Uh, at my height, I mean, I, I tell this in front of audiences, at my height I was selling 11,000 books a year, and I did it fairly consistently for six straight years. Uh, at $10 a pop, you can do the math. I'm making six figures on the side, and then six figures at Channel 4. So it the, the decision to leave Channel 4 became much easier because my side hustle was doing so well. So I think if there's anybody who's thinking about you know, leaving their nine to five, I would say, don't quit your day job, start a side hustle and just prove the concept. Does, does this, is it fun? It sometimes people say, Oh, I want to work around pets. And then they quit their job and they work around pets and not suddenly that was, a, yeah, that was a bad decision. Well, you know, if they volunteered at uh, the humane society or something like that on the weekends, they would get a, a better feel for whether or not they would be wise to quit the day job. Well, and look, do you have to have a book to be successful? Absolutely not. But I I do tell people, if you want it to be a little bit easier to have doors open, people open doors to a published author, you know, much quicker than they do somebody who's who's just, you know, I I joke about it, but this is the, the truth. I was the exact person the day before I wrote my book. I was, I mean, nothing has changed in me. The advice that I gave in that book, I was given to my girlfriends all the time. Yes. But somehow, the, just the one act of becoming published, the next day, all of a sudden, I'm getting, excuse me, calls to speak. I'm getting asked from people to coach them. And I'm thinking, wait, I just wrote a book, you know. Wow. But that's where I saw it. And that's yes. where the clarity came from and, and, and why I'm so passionate about helping people do that. But your story, I feel like, is just one that, you know, is just the perfect example of what it can do. And how could you have imagined back when you were at Channel 4 that you would have not only written a book, not only gone out and spoke all over the place, um, but to have studios and helping other people to get their message out in big ways? Well, it's such a blessing to me because when I was um, a TV news reporter, I was telling people's story kind of one-on-one. And then when I started the PR firm, we're helping tell people's story through the media. And this is a total shift. This is what if we gave the power of the media to the podcaster? Now you don't have to go to Channel 8 and say, please put me on TV. You've got your own TV show. And and we're producing, some of our programs are getting uh, more than 20,000 views on YouTube. And to put that into perspective, Good Morning Texas here in town gets 19,000 viewers. Wow. So we're, we're producing programming right now that is rivaling commercial television. That is amazing. Okay, that's exciting. That He's talking about my show. No. <laughs> We're just going to put that out there. Uh, no, I'm excited. So if you were, what advice would you give to someone who is just starting out? Because there's no lack of things to do. Yes. What would be the best advice you would say, okay, as you're building your brand, as you're building your message? One of my favorite things is uh, an expression, you got to circulate to percolate. So I, I run into, I run into to, to too many entrepreneurs who think they're going to do everything behind a computer. 
And you got to get out there. You got to meet people, uh, just as you and I have uh, speaking to new audiences. Uh, it, it, what you're doing is you're you're creating buzz. So, and and that's why this show. I think you're going to find Michelle um, as it continues to grow, that you'll be reaching a lot more people than you have to date. And and part of it is, I, I believe that you do business with people you know, like, and trust. And you got to hear it a couple of times. And I remember when I was uh, just getting uh, my firm off the ground, I got a voicemail one time from somebody, and I saved it for a very long time uh, because it told me I was doing something right. He, he said, well, Jeff Crilly, I guess I got to call you because three people in my life who do not know each other have told me in the last 24 hours that I have to talk to you. Wow. So call me back at this number. And I remember thinking to myself, wow. In Dallas, Fort Worth, there's something like seven million people. So for three people who don't know each other to kind of ping one guy in a 24-hour period tells me how busy I, I've I've been right, and and that's essentially what happens with with your podcast. You're you're interviewing people who are then sharing it with their audience, and you're starting to ping a lot of people. And as more and more people say. Wow, I'm hearing great things about Michelle. I, I know she has a publishing company. She did my friend's book. I'm starting to watch her podcast. Um, I think I might need to call this Michelle. Yeah. It's just the uh, the buzz I know, that's coming. You're so yeah. right, and it's relationships. And and when you have experienced someone, even if it's just they're on a stage, but you you can or hear them on a podcast, you can ex you can feel what somebody's yes. really like. And then, but that's when we feel comfortable referring. To say, like, oh, you need to talk to my friend. You know, it is true. I mean, anyone that I talk to that needs to do a podcast or media, I'm like, oh, you need to talk to my friend, Jeff Crowley. Exactly. <laughs> same thing about books. So I you're, know. You're I amazing. love that. So what is next for, for you uh, as well as Real News PR? I'm going to continue to be obedient to what the market is telling me. So uh, what the market's telling me right now is to continue to invest in this this broadcast division or podcast division because it's in hyper growth about a year and a half ago when we first uh, built these studios we were doing something like five shows we're now doing in excess of 75 different shows unique shows for a total of 250 episodes a month I mean that's crazy hyper growth for this one division and so the market is telling me just Step on the gas. Don't. This is not a time to coast. Mm -hmm. Step on the gas. So we're building new studios that uh, I'll be showing you soon. Yes. And um, just so excited about the team that we've assembled, and they're producing amazing programming. They really are, and I'm excited too. So, what? How can people get a hold of you if they're interested in working with you? So, uh, realnewspr.com is the website, and from there you can also uh, navigate to uh, our Real News Communications Network, is what our mm -hmm. podcast division is called. And um, just uh, call the number on the, on the website or, or shoot us an email. We'd love to talk to you. Definitely. Well, Jeff, thank you so thank much. You so support. honored to have you on the show and, and very proud to, to be a client, and uh, we'll have you back. Thank you. I love, I love it. Thank you. All right. Well, for those of you listening and you're inspired, you're ready to take action and start claiming your authority, then you need to do it now. And we're going to help you make it really easy. So we'll give you a copy of my latest book, The Power of Authority, How to Get More Revenue, Respect, and Results by Authoring a Book. Just go to thepowerofauthority.com. Just pay shipping. We'll send you the book for free. But more than anything, just know you have a story. It matters, but it is only going to really help you and other people when you tell it. We'll See you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode.
episode of the Power of Authority podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and find me on social media and let me know what did you like best about this episode. And don't forget, share this with a friend. We'll see you soon.